And you might wonder, well, why does God remove good leaders? Why does he allow bad leaders to take office? The short answer is that God sees a much bigger picture than we do. However, I think that there's something else that God is teaching us. And it's that the faith that we see witnessed in Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego doesn't happen without a King Nebuchadnezzar. Their faith was tested to an extreme. They had knowledge. They even knew that God was the one true living God. But now they're given an opportunity. Do they sit in the chair or not? We don't have the book of Daniel without a King Nebuchadnezzar. We don't see the faith of Daniel. We don't see the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego without a King Nebuchadnezzar. So let's go back to our theological understanding of faith. Faith requires knowledge. Faith requires that the object of our faith to be true. And faith requires action that causes us to submit to the object of our worship. So what did King Nebuchadnezzar do? Key point number four, and we'll wrap up with this. The Lord will restore those who repent of the idol of pride. Picking up verse 34. And at the end of the time, now what is the time, right? It's been saying this earlier. It's been time, seven times. What in the world is a time? Well, theologians largely agree that the word time would be the equivalent to our word year. Uh, so when we read that, for example, there's one, there's one passage in Daniel that says a half a, a time and times and a half a time. What is a time? If it's just ambiguous, right? If it's just an ambiguous amount of time, why, how could it be a time, times, and a half a time? It's not ambiguous. There's something specific here. So what is it saying? If it's a year, a time, and times, plural, two, and a half a time, we add those together, what's the total length? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. So in other cases where we see seven, we see seven times. What is, it, what is it essentially saying? It's saying at the end of seven years. So at the end of the time or end of the year, end of the, the, the period of time that God had said, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my understanding returned to me. And I bless the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion. And his kingdom is from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He, he does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Oh, isn't this incredible? At that same time, my reason returned to me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and splendor returned to me. 
my counselors and nobles resorted to me. And I was restored to my kingdom, and the excellent majesty was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all of whose works are truth and his ways justice. And those who walk in pride, he is able to put down. Wow. Wow. This Nebuchadnezzar that we have seen that we go, wow, there's no hope for this guy, right? I mean, this guy is a tyrant. This guy is beyond. Oh, he's terrible. But did you notice his action? Did you notice what his action was? Look back at verse 34. And at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven. That's it. I lifted my eyes to heaven. And then what follows that? My understanding returned to me. He lifted his eyes to heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar's restoration all hinged on the focus of his eyes. His restoration began immediately. As soon as he said, okay, God, I lift and I'm looking to you. God said, that's all I wanted. That's it. Your pride to be, to be brought down and humbled. He lifted his eyes to heaven. Let me ask you, what about you? What are you focused on? It's easy for us to become focused on whatever is, is trending on social media. It's easy for us to become focused on the presidential news. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't know what's going on. We should. But I am suggesting that we keep our eyes focused on the kingdom that has no end. The kingdom of God which one day is going to come and it's going to destroy all the earthly kingdoms. It's going to start at the toes and it's going to make its way up all the way to the top of that statue and they are going to be dust and like chafe on the floor because that stone is going to destroy it and then that stone is going to emerge and it's going to be as big as a mountain and it's going to rule over the entire earth. But restoration is coming and it's coming through Christ. But what about your own life? Have you experienced redemption and restoration? It's only, it's only experienced through the gospel of Jesus Christ. That restoration that you seek hinges entirely on the focus of your eyes. But one last thought, and then we'll pray together. The antidote to pride it's found in developing the frame of mind that John the Baptist declared. He must increase, and I must decrease. Let's pray.